Hey Bills, lame disclaimer time here. Just reminding you that by making the decision to listen to this, everything that you hear from this point is your own fault. What's going on guys, I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Polydor, the show you listen to because you can't be watching TV right now. We're a fucking mess. That was established just before we started. <laughs> well, now I can't stop thinking about it. I'm like, maybe I am a mess. What is? It? What am I doing with my life? Uh, is 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 the world real? Are we in a simulation? Why is all this stuff about being in a simulation coming up recently? From me? Or- just in the world around me. Because <laughs> it feels like we're in a fucking simulation. How would you know the difference is the first question I always have. I think it's just because everything's, you know, a bit fucked at the moment. It just really feels like there's some dude just being like... Let's fuck with the humans. But there's not, though. This is probably how every generation has felt getting to about this point. Probably, like, when you're this age, right? It's like before the pandemic, there was, like, fucking terrorism. And then before that, it was, like, World War Two, Exactly. World War One, And then, you know. Yeah. It's just that... The plague. <laughs> we were too young before this point yeah. to understand enough to worry or to care. For sure. And then soon we'll be too old to give a fuck as well. <laughs> be too old to use all the technologies that come along with it, and then we won't be able to find out about all the bad shit. Oh, God, like my dad trying to use Zoom today. I really thought he was doing a bit. <laughs> he is so the kind that that would be a bit he would do. I really, yeah. I, no, I agree Just stand there and stare with a slightly <laughs> frustrated look on your face and then, like, mouth the words into the camera. Yeah. That's a that's an Andy T special, if it's I've ever like seen one. just, like, pointing at his ears, like, can't, can't, yeah. Like, is this real? Yeah. Or a simulation? I can't believe it wasn't a bit. <laughs> no, it wasn't a bit. He just uh, forgot to turn the sound on. Well, just remember that if we ever do invent the ability to make a realistic simulation, then it's more likely that we're in a simulation. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Imagine that day. When we create a simulation. They're like, we made it, so this isn't real. We're like, oh my god, (laughs) fuck, if we can create a simulation, then we're definitely in a simulation. (laughs) That's the one. Oh my god. Fucking, uh, what do you call it? Uh, What's that? Within a world, within a world, within a world, that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? uh, You mean a dream within a dream within a dream? You mean Inception? Yeah, Inception, Inception. Man, I'd quite like to watch that movie again. It's been a while since I watched it. I'll watch it. Really? Yeah. I really like that movie. Should we watch it after this? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Inception rewatch. Feels- <laughs> Guess who's in lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> right. The other day, I was considering like rewatching Death Note, and I'm like, Kate, come on. There's a lot of shit to watch. Just watch something new. Yeah, but like, it's Death Note though. Yeah, I would quite like to rewatch Death Note as well. I was thinking about rewatching Death Note, and then I ended up watching all the fucking Kissing Booth movies. <laughs> That's going to be a big portion of Kate's Corner. Oh I my think. god! Right. Should we just get into Kate's Corner now? We can do Kate's Corner first if you want. There's going to be a lot this time because last episode we did the triple feature, so we didn't actually talk about any of the things we've been watching. Oh yeah, okay. So I got to try to work out where we're at on Instagram. Right. Everybody's you, favorite you part. Get on, you get on the ground. So tell me I'll... about the kissing booth while I find out what's okay, going on. Okay, Jesus Christ! So there's three of these fucking movies now. The third one just came out, so it's been, like, you know, pushed on Netflix because it's a Netflix movie. I've, I've just heard a lot about these movies and I was like, fuck it. You know what? Because I've been um, a bit sick this week, so I had to go get tested for COVID. So um, I ended up having two days off work because I was a bit crook. Turns out I have a virus, not COVID. 
but some what did she call it just a headache virus yeah she's <laughs> like it's a chronic headache virus you're gonna have a headache for the next week and i was like fantastic give me some codeine bitch 10 out and 10. she did so i got a prescription for codeine which i haven't filled yet yeah, so I was I was at home and I was very, very bored. I couldn't leave the house because I was waiting for my test result and I decided to watch all three Kissing Booth movies in the space of two days. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's such a furiously sick person thing to do. Right? Like, I'm going to try to watch this series of films, but, like, not that you even wanted to watch. It's just, like, this seems like something that I have to do, so I may as well do it while I feel shit house. <laughs> the first one was probably the best. Then they just got worse from there. And the third film is like the biggest piece of trash I've ever seen in my life. Oh, okay. It was almost unwatchable. Like I wanted to turn it off, but I was like, oh, fuck, I've only got... Like you got home from work and you're like, oh, don't you want to finish watching this movie? You only have 40 minutes left. And I was like... <sighs> I knew you didn't want to, but I... It gets to that I point. Knew that I knew that you need to... Like you're on the third film. Yeah. I really like, should let you watch the last hour of it. I just got to get through this. Awful films, they perpetuate the most toxic relationships I've ever seen in my life. Not just romantic relationships, but friendships as well. Like the main um, relationship in these films is this friendship between a girl and a boy, right? That have been friends since they were like kids. They're still kids, they're like teenagers. But this relationship, they have like... The premise of this film is that they have this whole list of rules for their friendship that they have to abide by which is that's already not, already bad that's yeah. already toxic right and a lot so of they these started rules, writing these rules when they were kids like little, yeah, little yeah, kids yeah. but they haven't gotten to the age where they can let them go yet they do not let them go they f- they have to follow these rules to a t and if one of them breaks a rule like it's the end of the fucking world so what is it the girl wants to fuck the dude's brother yeah. or something so oh the, is that it really 100 percent. oh shit <laughs> That is the plot of these films is that like the rule is you can't get with my brother and she falls in love with his brother. And that's the conflict for three movies. And what is she like a super stifler bitch about the rules and he just goes along with it. But that's the only one he believes in. Or is it like he's a super stifler bitch for the rules? Or They're, all, they're both stiflers for the, for the rules. This is like the one right. rule that she breaks and then it like ruins their friendship for two fucking movies. And it's just like, get a grip, dude. Like she's your best friend is in love with your brother and he's in love with her. Don't be a fucking child. Who are you to like gatekeep your fucking best friend from liking who they like? I don't know. It's insanity. And it's just so toxic. And then even like his brother's a fuckwit as well. And like fucks with her. It's it's just a mess. Like I don't want kids to watch this because if they think that this is what friendships and romantic relationships would be like, I don't know what the world's going to come to. Yeah, but it's what kids want friendships and romantic relationships to be like they want them to be full of drama because they're children and everything's like high stakes anyway for people of that age but then i suppose when they look back at it well from my viewpoint when you look back at stuff like that you're just like oh yeah that was just normal things that (laughs) weren't going to ruin your life and they weren't as extreme as you think exactly so i don't think it's that they want it to be that way i think they just expect everything to be High drama. Yeah. So if you make a show for kids where everything's not high drama, they're going to be like, that's not believable. Yeah, I understand. If I spoke to this person, I'd definitely die of a brain hemorrhage. (laughs) It's a movie as well. Obviously, it has to be dramatic. But yeah, I would not recommend. All of them are in the low, like one, two, three. Like the the first one is probably a three out of ten, then a two out of ten, then a one out of ten. They're fucking terrible movies. Wow. And then I also watched um, He's the Man, (laughs) which is a remake of She's the Man. Uh, that popular you... naughty's film. Oh wait, no. 
All that. Sorry, he's all that. <laughs> She's the man's the like one where she goes to college or whatever, pretends to be a dude, pretends to be her brother. Yeah, that that's What's actually her name? that hot woman who went crazy. Amanda Bynes. That's the one. Yeah, um, that's actually a very good movie. Um, She's All That, the original, is okay. It's an okay movie. It's not as good as She's the Man. God, now I'm getting confused. But I watched He's All That, a modern remake of She's All That. And that was also awful. <laughs> but I would say it probably wasn't as bad as the third Kissing Booth movie. So we're looking at around a two and a half So it was worse than the second, but better than the third Kissing Booth. Yeah. I'd say like a two and a half out of ten. Uh, it, it's literally just the same plot, but they've tried to like modernize it by making the main character this like social media influencer, and she does like makeovers. It's such a bad thing to do. Yeah, because all these things are written by like fucking old dudes. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Old white dudes, yeah. So it's just what old white dudes think a female influencer is, instead of it being like it's just a person who's really into this thing and then got like is talented and like lucky and all that sort of shit that goes along with it Mm. it's like no they have to be this way (laughs) they really ham it up and it's like she's actually poor but she's pretending to be rich and like it's just all this unnecessary drama for no reason and um yeah same as the the original joined an mcn or something did she mcn yeah multi-channel network oh (laughs) (laughs) no but it's funny um um the boss you know she's got like this sponsorship deal with this brand and the CEO of the brand is Courtney Kardashian, but she's not playing Courtney Kardashian. Okay. But yeah, so that's kind of weird. There's like this cameo of Courtney. And whenever she talks to Courtney on the phone, it's just like a video of Courtney Kardashian, like riding on a fucking uh, bike, like an exercise bike. Right. So she's obviously. Because she's supposed to be a girl boss. Yeah, yeah. And she's obviously like not on set. Like she's just at home and someone's filming her for this movie in her own house yeah like that's what it seems like like there's that's no genius. there's no scene where she's with anyone else from the film she's completely separate so that's kind of funny so um, they just had like cameramen come to her house for like a day yeah legit cuz she she only has to film i think she's in about maximum 3 minutes of the film well she's what the least popular least famous one uh, least in the public eye least yeah, whatever yeah she's the least kind of like fame hungry i guess like she's got like her kids and she's very like into being like a mum and so she gets her fame hunger through that then yeah i guess yeah she's a little bit less like in the public eye than like chloe or obviously kim jeez there's so much shit what the fuck is going on with kanye west let's just not do that that's not what this podcast (laughs) is about i know we don't really talk about entertainment news but yeah i don't know why like i just had this massive craving to watch all these fucking shitty tween films because you were dying inside. And I did. And I was just like, wow, I, don't, I, I hate myself now. Excellent. <laughs> hate myself self out of 10. So you remember what it's like to be a kid. Yeah. I just miss the days of those, like, you know, when you watched those, like, teen films and you were like, yes. And it was a nice feeling. I, I never felt that until I was, like, in my late 20s. <laughs> yeah. All the teen films I thought were fucking awful. I'm trying to think what else I've been watching. Oh, I started watching um, Clickbait. Oh, yes, we. So I watched the first episode of that. I kind of feel like I wish I'd, I started watching it with you because I think you might quite like it. And now I'm going to have to watch this thing by myself and I'm like, oh, Steve's like, I have to find the time. You can always have time. You know that. No, I know, I know. <laughs> you fucking, before all of this, you used to do like an hour, two hours of fucking dance practice a day. <laughs> Just do weights and watch your shows. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to do. Like I, Because I don't have any um dance to like really practice, 
I've been trying to like do weights and like squats and lunges and stuff, but something's wrong with my fucking knee. I'm old as fuck. Like whenever I do like squats and stuff, my left knee cracks. I don't think that's normal. Stretch it out or find a chiropractor on TikTok to tell you how to fix it. Jesus Christ. The way of the future. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But yeah, clickbait. I I watched it because it was in like the top 10. It was like number one in Australia. The the fake top 10. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if it's still number one, but it was the other day. It looked kind of interesting because it's like a crime thriller kind of thing, which I usually quite like. And yeah, it's just like about this guy who gets kidnapped. Well, you don't really know like what's happened to him, but it seems like he's being kidnapped. This video gets put up on a streaming service of him like holding these signs saying, I abuse women. If this video gets 5 million views, like I'm going to die. And so obviously his family like contacts the police and it's like them trying to track him down and figure out what happened. And it's one of those things where it's like, you don't know what's happening for the whole show and you don't know like who the bad guy is. So it's just going to be like unraveling the past and unraveling what's going on with everyone and all the characters. So do you think it's likely that it's just like a stunt? I mean, it could be, it definitely could be, but that's the thing. Like you just don't know. And every episode follows a different character and um, it kind of unlocks memories from the past and fills in the gaps as it goes along. I've watched a lot of shows that are similar to this, where it's just like, yeah, it's like a thriller where you don't know anything and it just kind of unravels over. It was like, like that other show that I was watching for a while. Oh, what was that one called? It really has similar vibes to that, but now I can't remember the, the name of it. Was God it the, like the story ones about the Drugos or whatever? Drugos. Is that one? And like each series is a different thing? Each series is a different thing. Like it's a different story, but it's the same detective. And it's like, yeah, you you find out about this crime, but then you don't know anything really about the characters and what's going on. And then you kind of learn things as you go along. It's very that, which I kind of enjoy. I just don't understand you're supposed to care about them. I don't think you really care about the characters. You just kind of care about like figuring it out and unraveling the plot. It's, it's definitely like a niche type of television that I think a lot of people don't really enjoy, but... They keep making it. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix seems to love these things. They must do quite well because they keep releasing them. But yeah, that's what I've been watching. I think that's that's all for Kate's Corner. Nice. Let's get into what we've been watching together. Yeah, sorry, I rambled through a bit there, didn't I? We've only got back on to watching our Studio Ghibli films because we said that we'd go through all of them. I'd get you to watch them all. Yeah. Um, so we watched my favourite, Princess Mononoke. How did you feel about that? It was really cool. Super, like emotionally driven story and like very beautiful i just i just love how the, these films look yeah they spare no expense yeah that that's the whole point of these is like it doesn't even really i know the storyline is important and stuff but i kind of just feel like my favorite part about these films is how they look and it's just like a visual feast this one's a lot about how it feels yeah 100 percent. so emotional so that's it you liked it <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course i liked it i really enjoyed it yeah, as I said, like I never feel like I'm in the mood to watch these and you right. ca- you kind of just have to like put them on and then I'll sit there and watch it. Yeah, but they're like two and a bit hours. Yeah. And the thing about them... Sorry. The thing about them is that you have to pay attention to them. That's like the whole thing. Yeah. To experience them, you have to be watching them. They're not the kind of thing you can like be on your phone and shit. No, it's a commitment. I always enjoy them when you put them on. So I feel like you just kind of have to like force me to do it and just be like, all right, this is what we're doing. We're putting this on. I don't force you to do anything. But no, I know. I'll wait for a time when I'm in the mood and I say, what do you want to do? And you go, I don't know. And then I'll be like, well, sucked in. <laughs> so what, what's the next one we're going to watch? Probably watch Spirited Away next. Yes, I'd actually really like to watch that one. We'll do all the, the big ones and then work sort of 
our way down. <laughs> Totoro is going to be pretty like late <laughs> in the game. That, is that one really sad? It's not really sad. Just like nothing happens. Which just is these a- people move into a house and. Which is the one with the cat bus thing? Yeah, that's Totoro. That's Totoro. Okay, I definitely still like. Um, How's Moving Castle? How's Moving Castle one. better? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's your favorite so far. Yeah. But Prince Mononoke is my favorite one, just because of like the vibes and like how the whole story works and like how that dude's just like a huge badass the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. I just think Howl's Moving Castle is probably just going to be my favorite, no matter what we watch, because it's just more me. It's a very Western one as well. Yeah. And, like, Howl is so fucking hot. Like, I just can't. All right. So what would you give <laughs> Princess Mononoke out of 10? Uh, I'd probably give, like, Howl's Moving Castle. What did I give Howl's Moving Castle? I don't know. But I probably would give it, like, a 9 out of 10. So this one I'd probably go, like, maybe a seven and a half, eight out of 10. Oh, nice. I really just want to give it, like, an 8.5. Yeah, cool. Do you like – so, yeah, you like this more than Howl's. So what, what do you give Howl's? Probably, like, the same. Oh, okay. I just prefer this one because mm. it's – yeah, more about, like, the feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House is more about, like, here's this world and, like, look at the shit in the world. But then at the end, it's just sort of like he's doing it to himself. So why does everybody feel, like, this pity towards this guy mm. who's, like, a fucking child? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. But the world buildings in these is, like, what it's all about. They're definitely not, like, overrated films. No. I, I always thought that people just went on about them because they thought it was cool to like them. And well, they I think weren't there actually is... that good. I think there is an element of that. Yeah. But... People will say they like them when they haven't seen them. Yeah. And they don't really get the whole thing. But it's very different from, I think, what they expect it to be. Yeah, they definitely stand up. Like, they're not overrated. Like, I think they're fucking quality films. You also watched Sanic? Oh, yeah. Well, I'd already seen it. Yeah. This was the last movie that I saw before we went into the first lockdown in Melbourne. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. I went to the, um, the open-air cinema in the Botanic Gardens, and I watched Sonic uh, with a couple of my friends. And then literally, I think, like a week after that, we went into lockdown. And they've just put it on, is it on Disney? Where did we watch it? Amazon. Stan, Amazon, yeah. I kind of wanted to rewatch it, and you hadn't seen it. Um, so what did you think? Well, I played Sonic when I was a kid. as a Sega Mega Drive kid. I didn't have me <laughs> no fucking Super Nintendo. So I have, like, that nostalgia around Sonic. Of course, yeah. Uh, and then we used to watch a lot of fucking... Was it Sonic Boom? Yeah, we did actually. I forgot about that. Just when they're on the island. Yeah, it was funny. Like it had some funny parts and some ideas were clever and stuff like that. I think we watched that on like TV TV. Yeah, back when on terrestrial like the, TV. Yeah. yeah, like on the weekends it, they would play Sonic in the mornings. Like they play like Pokemon and then they play Sonic like yeah. pretty much straight after. Pokemon and a Yu-Gi-Oh! And yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, not that. <laughs> I didn't mind this movie, but it was very childish movie for mm, like... Definitely. Your demographic is not little kids. Like, little kids are not into Sonic. Dudes my age are into Sonic, who literally had Sonic when we were kids. As the games came out, they, like, evolved and, you know, you played some and you didn't play some, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they've made it so that it's really childish and Sonic is a little child. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which is not cool. Other than that, Jim Carrey... It feels hard to say that he overacted it because he overacts everything. <laughs> he but does. even having said that, like, that was pretty overacted. That was, like, that was a lot. Even for Jim Carrey, there was a fuckload of stuff going on in there. But who else was going to play Robotnik? Like, I don't know. But it was pretty good casting. It was. If Jim Carrey just did, like, a... A little less. <laughs> a, yeah, a l- like, less. Because it was so much. Mm. No, I, I totally agree with you. It could have gone more adult. They could have put in a lot more 
jokes in there. A lot of kids' movies do that really well, and I don't understand why they didn't push that a little bit more with this. I don't know. They could have just slipped in a whole bunch more jokes that just hit a bit harder with 30-year-olds like us. They're the people who complained into making you reanimate the whole character. Mm. And Sonic looks fucking great. Like, the animation and, the like, the CG and... It's very, very good. Yeah, it I looks amazing. I think Sonic looks so cute. He looks amazing. And you do really, like, you bond with him in the movie because he does look so cute. And his character is fun. But, yeah, very childish. And, like, especially the end, you know, even seems like he's been adopted by the the main guy. Because he has. Because that's what's girlfriend. happening. Yeah. And it's just, like, very strange because you don't really think of... I know Sonic's supposed to be, like, what, like, 12 years old or something. I really don't know. In this, it's supposed to be that he's a tiny baby and then he's running away from... What is it? (laughs) It's literally other hedgehogs that just want to, like, steal his power. Right. So he has to go use his rings to go to different dimensions Yeah. because he's being chased by something. Yeah, but now he's here. But he's still supposed to be like a kid, so he's supposed to have been running for, like, only a few years. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he can just, like essentially stop time in this it's not that just he's fast it's yeah, that yeah yeah he stops time he literally just like stops time or yeah. slows it down so much like that bar scene i actually think that's quite clever i like that scene yeah some of the scene running and stuff was amazing yeah. and some of the ideas they had were great but yeah it's just for little kids yeah but i actually really like the movie i enjoy it i think it's fun i mean i watched it for the second time and i was really happy to watch it again didn't look bad yeah really like it's it's not a small complaint but it is really the only complaint i have with it yeah, yeah, yeah. So what would you give it out of 10 then? Probably like a 7. Yeah, I think 7 is very, very fair. I wouldn't give it any more than that. No. I don't know how much of that is nostalgia. <laughs> Probably a fair bit for you. The popularity of the movie is all based on nostalgia anyway. No one's going to go and see. If you just made a random movie that was called Sonic yeah. and Sonic didn't exist and it's like, what is it? Oh, it's a hedgehog who's really fast. Yeah, you'd be like, that's People fine. People would be like, I'm not watching that. Yeah. And, what, and Jim Carrey plays a what? <laughs> no, nobody would watch that. But there's going to be another one because there's like a sort of after credits scene with um, Tails. Tails. Fucking love Tails. Tails is so cute and I really want to see the next movie. Well, we'll go and watch the next movie. I've got no problem with that. Yay. Stick them on the kids' movies. Why not? We saw Vivo. Vivo. Oh, my God. Okay. This was way better than I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be a really... Is this DreamWorks or what? Disney? Netflix. It was a Netflix film. I think so. Okay, I kind of thought this was going to be shit. I don't really like monkeys. <laughs> Weird statement, but okay, continue. Well, I don't. And I was like, oh, I don't know, this seems like it's going to be pretty lame. But it was actually like a really cute, beautiful movie. The music was really great. I cried, which often happens. I'm you saying, would, yeah. I'm saying that like I never cry in kids' films, but I do. Like I had a fucking mental breakdown at one point and Josh was just like, what the fuck are you crying about? And it wasn't even like that sad of a part of the film. He just like puts a rose next to a photo and then I just bawled my eyes out. But yeah, I thought it was really cute and I liked how it looked and the the, the girl character, like the little girl character was like kind of annoying, but she was also kind of cool and like, I don't know, it's nice to see that kind of look. And she was young. Yeah. Like, just her personality, a lot of it came from the fact that she's a little girl. Like, an actual little girl. Yeah, but she was, like, a little bit alternative and she wore, like, a little, like crazy clothes and was, like, a little bit weird, you know. It's nice to see those characters and her, like, friendship with Vivo was, was very cute and I enjoyed it. That's good. Did you like it? 
thought the music was awesome. They picked an animation style and they stuck to it, and it worked out really well for them. So colourful. Yeah, and just the sh- like the shapes. Yeah. The shape of everything, like the snake in particular, like the shape of its head and like oh, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Particular style, and they didn't deviate from that, which is good. They had but that they alternative had the, alt- Yeah, they have uh, alternative animation, animation for like dream or imagination sequences or something. It was like kind of 2D. And they really blended cool. it really well. Yeah. And it wasn't like Pixar level, but that's fine for something like this. Yeah, the storyline was, was very basic and not very interesting, but what made it interesting was I think the the best thing was the music. The music is the best part of the movie. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be shit. And that's <laughs> the point of the film as well because the whole the whole thing is about the power of music and music bringing, you know, people together and love. I don't know. That's the message, right? The power music of a is... song bringing people together and yeah. yeah. Music is good in that. So it was important that they got that right and they did. So, yeah, I think this is probably like a 7 out of 10. Definitely something that you could watch with your kids without just wanting to die. Oh, 100%. So I would be happy to give it like a six and a half or seven as well. Mm. That's what I was thinking. I was actually like tossing up whether to give it a six and a half or a seven, but I just have really like positive feelings about it when I think about it. And it's something that I, I may watch again just because I, I kind of want to hear the music again. Maybe we can like get the score or something like that. It's, there's the probably score. a score. I mean, the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack. You don't want the fucking sheet music for this <laughs> fucking movie. No, there's probably like a soundtrack, right? I'd quite yeah, like to... Yeah, you probably just get it, go on Spotify and look it up. Yeah, I'd quite like to listen to a lot of those songs again, so... Mainly just the little girl song. Oh my God, that song was so fucking cool. I was... <laughs> I wasn't really sold on her character until she did that song. I could tell. And I was like, oh my God, bitch, like, get it. <laughs> there you go, songs bringing people together. You and an animated child. <laughs> Moving on for this childish shit. Now we can talk about some other more adult content. Porn. No. <laughs> um, so we watched Franklin. Oh, yeah. How did you feel about Franklin? Oh. Um, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I also didn't love it. It was just a bit meh. It was a little bit meh. Anybody doesn't know. Uh, Franklin is essentially just about, like, it's these three stories that sort of, like, sort of intersect so it's like this woman who's an artist who's like behind on her stuff but she hates everything this guy what's he he's like imagining someone he sees that artist woman when she's taking a photo of him and then he like imagines her to be like his love of his life who doesn't exist his like imaginary friend yeah yeah the other one is like this guy in this dystopian world who's like a detective who wears like a creepy mask so they're switching between these three stories, but two of them are set in the same time in the same city. And then it, like, swaps to this, like, dystopian world. <laughs> it was very, like, Ugh. But it turns out that that's not... No, that's, the third story is about a guy in the same world who's having, like, a mental breakdown. Yeah, it's not real. I mean, I think we realised that, that he was... It doesn't make sense otherwise. Yeah. Because it's such a large switch. You're like, are they going through time? Is it like a... Di- it can't be a different universe because like all the, the difference between the three stories has to be relative. Yeah. And then you realise that like she's got a mental disorder and this other guy's got a mental disorder. So you're just like, oh, well, obviously that's not happening. <laughs> it's not going to be two people with a mental disorder and one person in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Visually, it was kind of cool. I liked like the world, the dystopian world that they created was kind of interesting. It was like this world where religion is everything and you have to have a religion, but there's like 
hundreds and hundreds of religions. Yeah, and they so, don't care what your religion is as yeah. long as you got one. Anyone can start a religion. You just have to go and like register it. Yeah, you can join whatever religion. You can like jump between them willy-nilly just as long as you have one and that's the whole concept of this world which i actually thought was kind of cool and like the um you know like the panoramic views of the cityscape yeah and have us just all these big statues it's just all churches yeah it's all churches it's all like you know big statues of like the leaders of all these religions and stuff um so i I like the idea of that and i kind of wish it was more just like just that yeah like just a movie set there and have some sort of other conflict and some other storyline instead of this whole like weird, yeah, like basically this guy who is having a mental breakdown and hallucinating this world. Yeah, it's because his sister died. Yeah. And he blames his dad for his sister dying. Yeah, so he's like trying to murder his dad. So yeah, a lot of it I did quite like, but it was more like that dystopian thing. And I liked his mask and stuff like that. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And also like, you know, like the soldiers um, that are going around, like trying to find people who don't have a religion. They looked really cool as well. Like very creepy, very like old fashioned dystopian, like villain. I don't know. Like it, it, that part of it was very cool, but it just ended up being a bit like trite and Trite? Is that the right word? It didn't really make a lot of sense with the other parts of the film. If it yeah. was just that and they were like, it's real, this is how it is, Yeah. this is how this world functions, yeah. that would have been a cool movie. And that's Definitely. probably why we picked it because we thought that's what it was going to yeah. be. And then suddenly we were like in the modern world and we're like, what is this? I don't want this. What, is, yeah. what the fuck is this? So yeah, I don't know. Overall it was a bit meh, but good concepts. Disjointed. Yeah, like I'd pr- to be honest, I prefer to read like a fucking graphic novel of just like the dystopian world. You- can you imagine how cool that would be? What's your faith? Yeah, I reckon that would be really sick, like as a graphic novel, and then make like a TV series of it or something, and have him be like a like a vigilante, like a vigilante or something. Vigilant, vigilante, vigilante. How do you say that word? Vigilante. 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 <laughs> and he's got, you know, like a like a fucking underground like group of like atheists or something and I don't know, I feel like that could be like a fucking Stop sick... writing things for people. That could be a sick ass TV show, you know? <laughs> like and have it basically all kind of like um uh fuck, what's that that movie that's in black and white, but only red is the colour? Sin City. Sin City, yeah. Like, have it like Sin City and just have it like all shot in black and white, but with like just certain colors. I reckon that would be sick. Cool. <laughs> so, rate the movie and not your imagination. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the movie. Imagination 11 out of 10. <laughs> I think I'm going to give it like uh, maybe a five and a half. Ooh. Six, maybe. Rough. Pushing it. I was going to give it a six. Yeah. Just because. It's better than average. Great ideas, bad execution. <laughs> yeah. We also saw The Final Girls on Netflix. That's the one where they get sucked into the movie. Oh, yeah. It's like a horror, but a horror comedy, but it's also neither of those things. Uh, cool idea. Didn't didn't like it. <laughs> okay. I just thought it was a little bit, like, just cliche, but not in a good way. It's like they parodied it, they parodied it but not enough. They didn't push it far enough to make it interesting. It was just, like, very base level parody the movie's idea of a parody is just like just copy that yeah if we copy it people will relate to it because they already relate to this other thing and then that'll be funny you know no jokes would be good yeah the cast was really good so i had like high hopes for it and weird wasn't it (laughs) yeah and i quite liked the setup like i liked the intro you know how they discovered they were in a movie and kind of like yeah but then it just kind of went off into this just clusterfuck of 
scenes that they stole from other films without much added and it was just a bit shit. It made rules also that didn't make sense. You know, I hate when people, when they do that sort of <laughs> I know, you do. Because like at the start, they're just like, oh, the world repeats every 92 minutes. That like finished. The length, the length that of the stopped. film, but that just stops. They can't get out of scenes if they don't go the right direction. Yeah. Like, it was very disjointed what the ideas were. Uh, the fact that it basically directly copied Jason, but lamer. <laughs> Like, the mask was like really dumb. Like, yeah, the mask is dumb. The story is way worse, but it's just that. But it's not supposed. Like they're saying that it's not a great movie, and all the acting's really bad. So they get Adam Devine, and just put him in the movie, and they're like, "Oh, the acting, acting, this is terrible." Adam Devine, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, uh, he agreed, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the only really like fucked up thing is when they're in the van, and she realizes she's gonna see her mum, and that she just clever. has to sit there. Yeah. That's, like, rough. Yeah, that's the only time I felt something. I'm like, her mum is fucking sleeping in the back of that van and she's going to see her. Because, um, yeah, her mum passed away, like, fairly recently to when, I don't know how old she's supposed to be, like, 16 or something. But her mum died, like, when she wasn't that young, right? She dies three years before this mm. occurs. Yeah, and so then, it's fucking rough. And then her, like, best friend's brother is, like, obsessed with the movie that she was in mm. before she died. And they have, like, he's like, oh, will you come and, like, do a, do a Q&A at the showing of this movie? Because we're showing the movie because it's the anniversary of your mum's death. Yeah, and I'd Would be like, you like to come and answer questions about <laughs> your like, mum's no. Movie? Yeah, get Fuck fucked. Off. <laughs> Let me, like, just be at home and, like, have a moment to myself. I don't want to go... S- to a cinema with hundreds of people and answer questions about my dead mother. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's her own fault she ended up in that fucking world where she's in the movie. Yeah, so a horror comedy that wasn't a horror and wasn't funny. Uh, yeah, I can't give this really more than, like, definitely below average. Maybe a th- three and a half. Wow. Three and a half, four out of ten. I would give it, like, a four and a half to a five. All right, I'll not, go four. It's not great, but, like, it had good people in it and it... It might have been really good. Maybe and got then edited to shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thomas Middleditch is in this. Yeah. The dude from Silicon Valley. He's like a really prevalent person in comedy at the moment. And he's in this. And then like Adam Devine's in this. And like, I don't find him very funny. But I feel like he had more creative freedom in the film than anyone. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You have funny people there and Adam Devine. And you couldn't <laughs> like just make it funny. Yeah. But this is a thing that happens a lot with horror comedies. Is like they basically cancel each other out. It feels like one of those things they tried to make something cool and then they, when they trimmed it down to make it more cohesive and something that Netflix could sell or buy, it just died in the ass. Yeah. They just don't push it far enough. They never do it in either direction for any of these. Exactly. All right, what's next? I feel like we've been talking for ages already and we haven't even got to the main event. <sighs> we sure have. But that's all right, because the main event's going to be short as fuck. Uh, the only other thing we watched was The Empty Man, and I fell asleep mm. pretty fucking quick. <laughs> all right, I can try to carry this. Hold on, just let me remember. This movie was very, very long. I think it was like over two hours long. It was definitely over two hours long. It was interesting, but nothing really happened. And the whole time you're just kind of waiting for something to happen, and you hope that there's going to be like a big scene at the end that wows you and you get there and you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> That's my opening statement. 
Like, I quite enjoyed the the first scene, you know, when they're, like, in the mountain, guy falls into a crevice and, like, finds this, like, creepy as fuck skull statue thing, right? Yeah. That's really cool. And then that never really comes up again. No, because he's already cursed by the empty man or whatever. It's, like, separate. Oh, sorry. It's, like, separate. As it goes along, you don't really know what the fuck is happening. You don't know what is real. And it's just one of those movies where it's, like, is he actually seeing that or is he hallucinating? And it's just like, I the don't care. The whole movie? Yeah. It's like, I don't care. And then it gets to the end and it's just like, the empty man, you know, we always have one empty man and he's the prophet and uh, and that's it. And you're like, I literally gained nothing from this experience. So out of 10? Five out of 10. Because I did... So it was better than Final Girls? Yeah. Because I actually kind of enjoyed watching it because... There was some good stuff. There was some good, like, suspense. You did feel something while you were watching it, but it's like you felt something the whole time and then you were, like, let down at the end. <laughs> I just don't... I don't usually fall asleep in, like, films. You don't. And it was, like, super unusual because usually it's, like, me who... I don't necessarily fall asleep, but I'll, like, get on my phone because I get bored. Yeah, and then 20 minutes after you've been on your phone, you're like, who's that? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I've, like, completely lost the entire plot. But I actually sat there and I watched the whole thing and I barely went on my phone. I liked the scenes you're talking about, like, at the start when there was, like, the big creepy thing. Yeah. But, like, we saw what the the apparent empty man was pretty early and it's just, like, a dude Shit. in a jacket. In a, in a cloak kind of thing. There, there were a couple of cool things, like, because the whole thing with this empty man is, like, every night you're supposed to see something think different like the first night dream about him or something and then the second night you like hear him and then the third night you see him but even that was not really like adhered to very well like it was just a bit of a mess but there was this one you part- see him at the start <laughs> yeah and then there's this this one part where you know it's the third night and he's he's looking out of his it's like the classic you know long hallway in the front door and he sees this like mass on the floor you see it and you're like, what the fuck is that? And you don't know, like, if it's the empty man or not. And then it turns out that it is. And just that that was kind of cool. I don't know. There was, a, there was a few, like, little suspenseful moments that I enjoyed, which kept me watching it. Like, but then when you find out what's happening, you're like, oh, I kind of wish I just never watched this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was just a bit of a waste of time. Like, it was fine. So it's like five out of ten is fine. Well, that's a good way to end off. All right, so let's do the main event now. <laughs> now that everyone's sad and drained. <laughs> I'm not sad. What do we watch? We watch The Owl House. So we did mention this on the last podcast. Um, and we said we didn't watch it because it wasn't out. I'm glad we didn't watch it because it wasn't really what it was pitched to us as. It was like a scary thing. Well, like supposed to be a horror thing. It's more of just like a fantasy thing. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not a horror thing. But what's your opening statement about it? I thought it was fucking adorable. I really thought your your opening statement was going to be like, I like the little dog thing. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about when I say fucking adorable. <laughs> the dog thing is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm obsessed with that dog. Can we get like one of those little skull like demon king dogs? What are you talking about? You want to buy a dog and then glue a skull to its head? Yeah. Like a fucking Q-bone. Yeah. It's so cute. That's my opening statement. What's your opening statement? This is 100% one of those things that I would watch. You know, like one of the animations I would pick out and be like, this is it. And then after the first episode, I'd be like, yep, I'm in. Because I am. I'm like, I'm here for it. Same. It's got like 
a little bit of that like vibe that I just love where it's like funny and it's sort of written for adults, but yeah. it's mostly for kids, but it makes sense. All the characters are like really cool. The only thing is the woman's who does the voice of the owl witch. I've watched a lot of fucking just shoot me. And all I can see is that fucking woman's face every oh. time she talks. See, I don't know that. So that didn't bother me. You never me. watched just shoot me. I never really watched just shoot me. Jesus. Yeah. So all I can see is that woman. Yeah, right. So it's... I don't dislike her. It's just, it just brings me out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To hear that voice in this. I'm just like, but that's not that woman. That's, a, <laughs> that's the owl lady. Uh, should we have a little look at the IMDb quickly? Let's do it. I'm sure it's got a fucking excellent score. Do you want to guess? Oh, like a 8.2 or something? Very close. 8.1, books. 8.1 out of 10 from 5.4K reviews, which is like not bad. So this is on Disney Plus, guys. So if you want to watch it. We? You can. Um, if you have Disney Plus. <laughs> actually, but it doesn't cost another $37 on top of that, which is good. There's actually like so much of this show. There's three seasons. I think season season one and two, are they're all out. Oh, wait, no. Season two is coming out week to week now. So we're super behind. Uh, I'm not unhappy about that. No, like we've got heaps. Like the first season is 19 episodes. Oh, yeah. And then season two, there's 10 episodes out already. Hopefully it maintains this level. But from the reviews, it sounds like it does. Yeah, I think people really like this. And we have a friend, Shelby, who... People has... who listen to the podcast know about Shelby, mate. Yeah, she's... You talk about her all the time. You're fucking obsessed with her. No, I'm not. Fuck off. She's watched all of it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm not. Fuck off. I'm not. Um, I think she's watched all of it. She really liked it. So, I don't know. Shelby likes a lot of stuff like this, like fantasy, sci-fi stuff. It's like right up her alley. And I trust her judgment. And we are right to trust her judgment because this is really fucking cool and cute. Um, I'll just read the little description. Accidentally sent to the world of boiling isles before a trip to summer camp, a teenage human named Luce. Is it Luce? But it's like a Spanish name. So it's I written here L U Z, but it's Luce, right? Because when you read that, I'm like Luz. <laughs> Luz, yeah. I don't think it was Luz. You know. A teenage human named Luce longs to become a witch with the rebellious Eda and pint sized demon king at her aid. Yeah, so she's this kind of. Oh, is it? Did they even say if they are she, he? I felt like it was ambiguous. I think it is not like put in your face, but I think it's supposed to be that that's like her. She says like it's her daughter and stuff. Okay. Because it, it, I kind of liked that it was a little bit ambiguous. Like, I guess we can say she, right? Because she said daughter and stuff. But like she is quite like, um, yeah, she's kind of like dressed in very like genderless clothes, genderless haircut. You you pretty much have to do it now with any protagonist. I think that's cool. I like that. There's there's no point in making it, you know, some fucking girl in a pink dress or Yeah, there's no point in gendering kids content. Mm. I really like that aspect of it. Um so she's like a little bit of a misfit, always causing trouble at school because like she's really creative and just does all this weird shit. Um like brings like live fucking snakes and uh what <laughs> What is the dragon breeder? She makes a griffin that breathes out spiders. Spiders, yeah. So her mum wants to send her to this, like, think inside the square summer camp to, like, I don't know, calm her brain down and... Well, she said that she's going to be having so much fun balancing checkbooks (laughs) and listening to AM radio that she... What the fuck is this summer camp? Then she's got this book that she loves about this witch and an owl steals it 
and takes it into this abandoned house and the abandoned house goes into another world and it's this world what do they call it burning burning plains i'm just making that up on a boiling aisles <laughs> burning plains boiling aisles it's basically the same thing and yeah she meets this witch and this little like puppy dog thing and says like you know if you want to go back to your home you have to help me get my little puppy dog's crown back from what do they call him the warden the warden so the warden has this prison where he keeps people who are a bit different and have different views about things. And like one of them is just like a fanfic writer, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And that's like basically the whole thing, right? She helps them steal back this crown and they say, oh, we can send you back to Earth. And she's like, fuck that. I'm going to stay and become a witch. Well, this is the thing. She now knows about this place that exists and she's got three months yeah, she's supposed to be at summer camp for three months, so she has three months where her mum's not going to worry that she's, like, in a different dimension. Take it, mate. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Very, um, you know, basic storyline, but very, very cool. What did you like about it? I liked all the writing, of course, uh, and a lot of the character design was very cool. I'm not, like, a super fantasy-heavy kind of guy. That real, like, old-timey witches and dwarves and <laughs> it's, not, it's not my bag. Not a big Lord of the Rings guy. But I really like this, and it was like weird, but the right amount of weird, and everything is weird. <laughs> yeah. But it's just funny. Like one of these animations where they properly write it, I just loved it. Thought it was brilliant. It was so really good. funny. We laughed out loud like yeah. a few times. And the fairy asks to eat her skin, yeah, and like then weird. the guy only tried to capture her so he could ask her out on a date. When they fly away, and the guy's like, "You won't get away with this, except this time when you got away." <laughs> And, like, just real, like, simple conversational stuff that they sneak in. I fucking love that stuff. Yeah, I really liked it. And it was only, you know, 25 minutes or whatever, but they fit a lot of fun stuff. This is going to be one of those ones, just a warning, that if it drops off, like, most of the things we watch just drop off, I'm just going to start watching it by myself. (laughs) Oh, okay. Like, if I don't want to watch it anymore? Yeah. Well, not even if you don't want to. If you don't mention it for two weeks, I'm going to watch it by myself. (laughs) No, just force me to, not force me, but, like, just suggest it and I'll watch it. Just put it on. Yeah, because I really, I really, really liked the characters. I thought they were, like, I, I was, like, obsessed with that dog. I could not with that dog. Is it a dog? I'm just going to call it a dog. Don't know. I need to sneeze. Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> Did you like the animation style? This is a pretty classic, like, Disney style animation thing that they do like same as gravity falls yeah and i was gonna like say it looks like gravity star falls. and all that sort of shit yeah i like it do you have things to say not really <laughs> it's a pretty short one because i mean it's a kids animated thing that's also properly made you know about them yeah there's nothing I- particularly like exceptional about this one other than the fact that they don't really hide away from some of the like scarier aspects which is, like, what you've got to do. It's not, like, babying children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the fucking warden guy is, like, pretty fucking rough when he takes off his mask and he's, like, just this goo thing that, like, cha- when he's chasing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shit like that. Like, exactly. that's awesome. Yeah, it, it wasn't, yeah, super PG, like... No, but it's not as rough as, like, Over the Garden Wall. Like, I fucking loved that, but that's that's a dangerous place to go. <laughs> when you're making something like Over the Garden Wall where you just like fucking just hammer it as hard as you can and then have like a fucking stupid character come in and do something stupid to remind you that it's a show before <laughs> you're like, fuck. 
All right, well, if you don't have anything more to say about it, should we go into some quick ratings then? Let's do it. Plot. I mean, I guess going forward, is she just going to be helping them with things that they need help with, that they need a human to do? Yeah, in exchange for... Being taught taught how to be a witch. Yeah, but like their business is selling human artifacts because she has a door to the human world. So she sends a little owl in there to steal shit. But she doesn't know what any of her stuff is. So she's just got a human there to like obviously clean and then tell her what all the shit is. I like that. I think that's really cute. I like the owl as well. I love how the owl just like goes into the human world and goes through trash and like steals shit. When she screwed it back onto her staff and it like turned back into wood, I was like, that's clever. That's so cool. Yeah, this little magic owl. I also like the owl that was on the door. Oh, and he just it, pokes it in the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and then to go in, the owl's just like, <laughs> it just like eats them. That was very like um, Adventure Time, I felt like. It's very one of these themes of animation is always yeah. like just people getting eaten or like people going in the wrong place. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a door. And it's like the door could swing open or this thing could be like, like <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Plot. Yeah, so yeah, I'd probably go like a 7 out of 10 for the plot. Oh, the cats are starting. I could probably only go a five for the plot. Okay. I mean, you don't want it to be too much because it's for kids. (laughs) It's the same as Infinity Train. It's the same as heaps of these things where kids supposed to go to camp and then doesn't. Or kids supposed to go somewhere and then ends up somewhere else. Pretty standard. She ends up in a magical world. Of course they do. Fucking ever since Narnia, they've been fucking end up in the magical world. You know what's funny? The title of this episode was a riff on Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe, and you just said Narnia. Did you notice that? I didn't see the title of the episode. Hold on. I'll find it for you. A Lying Witch and a Warden. So it's the Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe. It's like a riff on it. So you can't really give them points for kid goes to magical world instead of camp. That's not really that interesting or different. Yeah. Uh, but she's going to work for a witch who sells human stuff exchange for powers and they've got this little dog and like they break into this fucking prison to get a a burger king yeah. paper <laughs> crown for this dog because the dog fucking loves being a king or whatever like it's very cute it's like they've got no real goal which is something that's really good for this so yeah. i'll probably get like yeah five yeah. not interesting but the fact that in the future there's no yeah. goal or you destination or whatever is you good. don't want it to be too like because then they can do more. Regimented. They yeah. can do more. You don't have to watch them in order. Just like that sort of stuff. Characters. Well, you're going to give it a 10 for the fucking little Yay, dog Yay, for the puppy. <laughs> I love the puppy. Oh, my God. It's so cute. I am. I almost give, cried. I'm going to give it a more reasonable <laughs> review. She's a really good main character because she's like, yeah, not too gendered, but obviously a girl. That's not going to really come into it. But like capable. Yeah, 100%. Because you want, like, this character to be capable. Mm. All the other characters are, like, not dumb, but it's obvious that this world is so different that they don't, like, adhere to what you would think. And that's the whole point. Mm. So it's good when you have stuff like this when it's a different world and then everybody thinks differently and acts differently. It makes more sense than, like, a lot of the times people go to this other world and then it's just, like, people talking about tax time or whatever. (laughs) It fucking doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I did like that. And they're all different. Well, I can't really talk about the character design because we'll do that in like what it looks like in animation and stuff. But like they've obviously really thought through how that relates to the character themselves. So I'll give it like a seven. Cool. So cinematography, what it looks like, i.e. animation style. 
I like it, but I feel like I like all animation styles. Like, when do I say that I don't like an animation style? Uh, I mean, you said it at the start of uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Oh, yeah. But then I decided that I did like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely, it reminded me, the first thing I thought of was Gravity Falls. It, is it the same people that it, animated it? It probably is the same or very close to the same. Because the kid looks like she could be in Gravity Falls. It's like the eyes and stuff like that. And yeah, I love what they've done with like the little dog character. It's so cute. Like I wanted to cry watching it. I just love cute characters. <laughs> I think the only character I not didn't like, but I was kind of like, what is the little tiny like the conspiracy thing? theory? Yeah, I didn't like thing. that character either. <laughs> I really hope like she's not in the rest of it because I just it made me uncomfortable that character. It was like literally like a nose with the eyes. I was like, what the fuck is this? But it's like maybe that's a point. Is just to make you be like, uh. <laughs> maybe. Just like sniffing out the truth. Oh, mate. That's probably what it was. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about it though. I was just like, that's What small. was the eyeball character? Oh, he just, just like, had just lots of eyes, eyes and he likes eating them, yeah. And then the other one was the fan a fan fiction fic one. writer that just looked like a girl. I love food and I love love. Why can't I put them together? <laughs> <laughs> Fanfic about foods falling in love. You do you, queen. Like, whatever. And yeah, I thought the uh, the warden guy was like, as you said, creepy enough, you know. Yeah, just the how he looked and like his movement mm. and like all that. That was awesome. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked how they did it. What do you reckon? Eight? Yeah, eight sounds pretty fair. So overall? I can't remember what I gave it now. I think overall I've got to give it like around like an eight. An eight? Yeah. For the pilot, I would give it like, yeah, seven. I think that's it's, fair. It's not like a lot, uh, but it is something that I would definitely want to keep watching. Mm. It is in that realm of animations that I love. It's definitely our taste, for sure. I'm always happy to watch more of this kind of stuff. Well, mate, have I got some shit for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to watch, um, what's that one you're watching at the moment? Well, Chowder. Chowder. God, no. <laughs> you don't think I'd like Chowder? Chowder is a lot. Mm. I really like it sometimes. Gotta it's one of those... Right mood. Yeah, but also it's... I can watch three episodes before I just want to fucking just die. <laughs> Um, cause it's, it's a, it's a lot. It's not something you just sit and watch casually. It's fucking a lot is going on. Whereas this is. Yeah, this house, is, this yeah. is fine. But Chowder will be like, they just throw everything at the wall the entire time. And like once in a while they hit something that I'm just like, that's genius. Uh, but a lot of it is just like, you can see that they're just trying to do that. Yeah, right. So they're just like, fuck it for all of it. It's like, right. whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd enjoy that. I kind of like more just subtle shit where it's like yeah it's just going and it's nothing and then suddenly this little gem comes out of nowhere but so subtly that like if you blinked you'd miss it yeah that's my favorite kind of shit i appreciate both i prefer this style Mm. but you don't get new ideas without doing stuff like they do in chowder so you've got to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks 100 percent. like there's definitely a place for that i probably watched the first episode of chowder 10 times yeah yeah, like to try to start Watching yeah. it. Yeah, and you were like, Because fuck it's just this. like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it doesn't really sound like my thing, I don't think. But I would never expose you to it. No, like, if you if you guys like animation and you like, yeah, I'd say if you like, um like, Gravity Falls or even, like, Adventure Time or Infinity Train. I've heard that the new, like, the new Mickey Mouse animations, like, the modern ones that Disney are making are like this. Oh, God, I don't know if I want to watch that. I don't, I don't I, like but... Mickey Mouse as a character. I don't get it. 
But I've seen a few clips that are like they've tried to make it like this. Right, right. But I th- you have to though. Like no one's going to watch, you know, Mickey Mouse do shit that he did in the forties. No. Like no one cares about that. That's what I mean. But I think they're trying to make it like this because they know that that's like what yeah. the appeal is. But I'm worried that they're going to put most of the energy into maybe that. Yeah. So some of the, the like the shit. best jokes from these kind of shows are going to go into that show. But I don't want to watch that show. No, no, no. we don't want that. <laughs> Bring us new, bring us new worlds, bring us new characters like like this show. I think it's very well done, and um, yeah, I'd recommend it to anyone who's into animation. If you have any other shows at all that you want us to watch, but mainly if you have cool animations, please <laughs> send them our way because I fucking love animations. Mm, okay. How can they contact us, Kate? Uh, you can contact us on all of our social media pipes. I will first plug our new TikTok account. Uh, if you just Ooh. if you just search, it's Pilot Error Pod, right? That's the one. Pilot Error Pod on TikTok. You should be able to find us. We've got a couple of new TikToks on there, which are the best lit TikToks on TikTok. Some would say overexposed at some <laughs> points. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing those, and we have a video on YouTube that is based around TikTok and the hashtag Melbourne TikToks that are on there. And yeah, we had a go at making some of our own. So. Check out our video and check out our TikToks that we made. Pilot Podcast on YouTube. Just search that and you'll find it. What else? Instagram, Pilot Podcast. You can email us, pilotarrowpodcast at gmail.com. Twitter at Pilot Pod. And yeah, just let us know what you think about everything and let us know what, what you want us to look at next. We love you. We love you so much, Bills. And we will talk to you next time. 